Grace, mercy, and peace unto you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. What do shepherds and doors have in common? That's the question that seems to be raised a little bit today in our gospel reading, where Jesus is saying that he is the good shepherd and that he is the door, both in the same passage. And so the logical question to ask is, what's the connection between these two, between shepherds and doors? When Christ says, I am the good shepherd, we tend to think very positively about this description because we know what this description kind of entails, because we know what shepherds do. And it's very likely that the psalm that is beloved by many, the psalm of which we sang a versification of just now, Psalm 23, comes to mind in describing the good shepherd. We tend to think of the love of our good shepherd, Jesus, and how he provi provides and protects his sheep his sheep being us, who are part of his fold. It is the reason why the rod and the staff of the shepherd is comforting, as the psalmist says in Psalm 23, because, they, because the rod and the staff guide the sheep along the way of green pastures and beside still waters. The rod and staff are also a weapon to use to fight off the wolves in the shadow of death. And it is in the hands of the good shepherd that does not leave or forsake the flock. Well, let's consider a little bit what it was like to be a, um, a shepherd and having a pasture or a fold of sheep uh, in ancient Israel. Uh, there would certainly be a fold where sheep were herded into and they would gather there. And there would be plenty of room for the sheep to roam around, uh, graze a little bit, and... Uh, be protected, possibly a fence to guard them around, maybe only a couple feet high, just enough to keep them inside. And that fence would be made of either maybe some wood, more likely of many stones as well, right? But in the midst of that whole entire fence, there would be one hole in the wall. That hole being the entrance and the exit to the pasture. The only place where one can go in and go out. And that is the place where the shepherd lies at night, lying with his legs extended, blocking the exits and the entrance. He being the door to enter in and go out. No one who was allowed to go in or out of that pasture unless the shepherd permitted, it, permitted him to. The only ones that would be allowed would be the ones whom the shepherd allowed in. And naturally, of course, there would be those who would come in through other ways, right? Uh, th those would be strangers, thieves, and robbers. They would hop the fence. They were not there for the good of the sheep, but they were there for their own selfish gain. They would try to call the sheep with their voices, and naturally the sheep would not come. Because they do not know the voice of this robber, thief, or stranger. And so they would try to lure the sheep in some other way where they could snatch them and take hold of them and take them out of the fold or worse. And there are certainly many things that can lure the sheep of God to be taken out of the fold. There are many things that can lead us out of the fold of Christ.
Among them, and possibly the greatest, is conflict amongst ourselves. When there are things that are going on that we do not approve of, that our neighbor is doing, we are tempted to look in judgment and try to sever either ourselves or the other person from the assembly. Instead of looking to live peaceably with our neighbor, who is part of the fold of Christ, we would rather have reasons for peace to be disturbed for the sake of ones of our own comfort instead of having compassion and bearing with one another's burdens. Conflict is the result, but the selfishness is the means by which sheep are taken out of the fold. Selfishness is what leads even sheep to be caught or taken out of the fold, and by that I mean that the thief or robber may lure the sheep, appeal to the sheep's passions to try to get them to come near. They would not identify the stranger by his voice, but instead would focus on that which the robber offers. Losing sight of the voice and focusing on something else. That is why we must always be on guard even as we live together in this congregation. It is easy to look at what others have going on at their congregations and envy that which they have and lose sight of the things that God has blessed this congregation with. When we look outside of our Lutheran circles, we can easily identify some things that are enticing that we would want to that we want to replicate and bring in, even though it may not always be wise. And it is even more tempting to look at other Lutheran congregations who we are in fellowship with and envy what God has blessed them with as well. Coveting is a silent killer because it leads us down paths that we ought not go. But when we listen to the voice of the shepherd, who is the door to the fold, we go down paths that are safe to travel because Christ is guarding the door and he is in our presence. With Christ as our good shepherd, he gives us what we need and he gives it abundantly. With Christ being the door, the sheep are guarded from all those who try to steal them, kill them, and destroy them. The good shepherd protects his sheep by his voice, through his word. His word is the rod and staff that give comfort to the sheep and leads them on the way. But it is also that which fights off the thieves and the robbers. It is for that reason why we must stand ready and study God's word diligently and know what it says. We must hear the word of God from faithful pastors who teach God's word rightly and administer his sacraments according to his institution. It is all too tempting to put up with a slightly false teaching of God's word, all for the sake of comfort, no matter how small or insignificant it may be. But small and seemingly insignificant false teachings can lead to massive errors if left alone over a long period of time. It's for this reason why we see many other Christians who have gone, to, gone astray in uh, teaching uh, a secular worldview regarding sexuality, among other things that have come to the forefront, along with a whole host of other falsehoods. It is the fruit of not listening to the voice of Christ who fends off the wolves. 
but not all is lost. Christ, our good shepherd, still fights for us, calling us by his word to repent and re-enter his fold. He invites us to return, and he, and he has fought for us in the most valiant way in laying down his life for the sheep, so that the sheep may have life and have it abundantly. His cross was the rod and staff that fought off the robbers of sin, death, and the father of all lies, the devil. And our good shepherd, Jesus, who has laid down his life for his sheep, has taken his life back up again as we celebrate during this Easter season. And by his word, he continues to call, gather, and enlighten his entire flock so that they may enter into his fold through him who is the door of which all the sheep enter, of which he calls by name. He calls them to faith that they may trust his word. He calls them by name in the waters of baptism which, has promised to, which was promised to them. And then forgiving them their sins and granting them life and salvation. It is in the fold that we rest here today in the sanctuary. Listening to the voice of our good shepherd who calls us through the preaching and teaching of his word and the proclamation of the scriptures being read from the lectern. In this sanctuary, we abide in the fold of Christ. But there will be a day when the greater fold will come. The fold of this sanctuary is but a foretaste of the heavenly fold where, there, where no thief or robber or stranger may enter. And at the gate of our good shepherd will be standing, guarding the door. And he will call you by name to enter. And you will enter through him who is the door of heaven. And there you will have life and have it abundantly. There you'll have rest for your weary souls. No longer will you be tempted by a stranger's voice. But your good shepherd Jesus will drive them all away by his word. And you will follow his voice in peace in the heavenly pasture forevermore. In the name of Jesus, amen and amen. In the peace that passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.